Welcome, 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 welcome everybody to the last episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast of 2018. Well, but welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 62. I was just so excited, man. This is the last podcast of 2018, guys. Man, 2018 has been such a, um, you know, it's been such a blur, you know, um, 2018 has gone by and it's been such a a blur in itself. Um, but first of all, I just hope everybody has had a great week. You know, I hope everybody's week has been great. Um, I hope everybody's holiday was great. Um, I actually went home to Detroit, um, see my mom and, uh, just to have family dinner with my, uh, just to see my mom, uh, get to see my grandmother, um, got to visit my aunt and everything. So, um, it was good just to be in the presence of family for a minute, um, but uh, I will say that it, it kind of feels crazy going back to Detroit sometimes because it doesn't feel like home anymore. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not even gonna hold you. You know, I think I think I'm getting to that age where now I'm, you know, wherever home is for me right now, um, that that's where home. You know that, I, 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 or that's what I'm trying to say. Like home is where basically my heart is, you know what I'm saying, in a quote-unquote situation, but uh, yeah, you know, um, I just felt like a visitor, and that's why I said I needed to get back into going back into Detroit, uh, because Detroit is my city, but I don't know, um, I feel like an outcast, you know what I'm saying, because shit, I, I really don't have the tools and the 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 the, the, the gadgets to get around, uh, grand, um, around Detroit like I want to, first a car, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 one. And uh for two, um, you know, a lot of my friends are in Grand Rapids. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the people that I do kick it with are in uh Grand Rapids. However, though, uh I know a few people that have graduated that have gone back to Detroit. So like I said, I do wanna make an attempt to get back into my city, um, just getting back into the life of my city going out and everything. So like I said, I will be um doing that a lot more. But like I said, it was good to just see family, and um, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for the new year. Uh, we are two days away from damn near 2019, and um, I hope y'all not calling, you know, 2018 talking about, hey, I'm ready to get my shit together because uh, you better tell 2019 that, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's what we'll be talking about in the second half of the show for real. Um, it's really the biggest takeaways. And and uh, the lessons learned in 2018 and what we need to bring into 2019. You know what I'm saying? I was just thinking to myself all the things that I have personally learned in 2018. And I think the two biggest things for me were self-ownership and self-responsibility. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Taking ownership of my um, of, the, uh, of the things that I have done um, to myself. To put myself in situations that have hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Um like a lot of us have, you know, a lot of us blame um, things around us or people around us uh, for the situations that low key we put ourselves in. And for me, this year was just owning up to a lot of that shit because I put my, I was a dumbass, you know what I'm saying, when I was younger. Like I put myself in a lot of uh, dumbass um, financial holes and I was just very, very, very dumb with my money. And, and, and that was, and, 
and and that kind of fucked me up now. You know what I'm saying? Well, not now, but you know, it kind of put it kind of set me back in a way so now I kind of have to work harder, which I don't have a problem with because I'm I'm going to give myself out, you know, my holes that I put myself in. You know, but I think self-ownership and self-taking that self that responsibility for myself and in just situations like that and others um was the biggest takeaway of 20 of 2018 for me and I think uh that's one thing that we need to bring into 2019. So we're going to talk about that in the second half for the PNA topic of the week. Uh before the first half, we about to get into it right now. We have a good good show today, man. We 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 listen, 2018 wouldn't be 2018 if it did if it didn't have some um some 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 shenanigans to talk through, man, because this shit is ridiculous. Um, well, first of all, let me just say that uh, we are finally, 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 we are finally on Twitter. Okay, now un- understand this. Okay, I, I know people have been like, Ty, why haven't you established a social media presence yet? Okay, like seriously, Devontae, why haven't you said? Like, listen, okay, the opinionated brother is a slow. I, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a learner. I'm a pro. Like I. I have to, I, I can't do everything at once. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm not that person. Like, I got to see if the social media worked for me. And that's what I did. I, I wanted to see if things worked for me the way it worked for everybody else. Because a lot of things don't work um, for me the same way it may work for somebody else. So when it be, uh, when it became apparent that I really needed to up my social media um, to really get out there, um, it was really where you can tell, I I could tell myself getting, maybe like getting slower, you know what I'm saying? Like everything just, okay, slowing down in a minute. And I'm like, damn, why is everything slowing down? You know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, oh shit, I might need, I might need to have an Instagram. Damn, I might need to have a Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I may need to have to revamp my Facebook pages. So that's why I deleted my THC, you know, company page as a whole because I wasn't very active on that because I was trying to do so much with it with my blog and um, the podcast as well. However, I know for a fact that the blog will, you know, come in, in, in 2019. It will be coming back in 2019. But I know the podcast is my main vehicle right now. So I said, you know what? Let me, I need to establish a social media presence. You know what I'm saying? I need to establish a social media presence where my listeners, my fans, the people that fuck with me and support me can comment, you know, be as petty as I am, be as shady as I am, whatever. Um, you know, talk about real things, give me topics to uh, discuss that they want to hear on the podcast, you know, so let me establish the social media presence. So I've decided that, um, on the anniversary of, uh, Tyronza Hicks and company, shout out to us. We literally, um, just celebrated two years. Uh, I celebrated two years of being an entrepreneur. So shout out to that. Um, literally it was like, okay, bam create Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Bam, create Instagram. Cuz Instagram came first, well Facebook came first. Then it was the Instagram, then it was now it's the Twitter. And now that I do have Twitter, I see how much more engaged people are with the podcast now. You know what I'm saying? Like the trifecta is now complete. So I'm I'm glad that I took the time to 
understand how I wanted to use my social media because what you have to understand is this is a process for me personally. And I said, I, I, I take good care of this because this is my baby. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is my baby. This is something that I have created. When you when you create something from the ground up and you have put your time, your effort, your money, your invest, you, you are investing into yourself and it's paying off. This is your baby. You don't want nobody else to touch it for real. You understand what I'm saying? So I said I wanted this to be delicate. I wanted to make sure my social media was literally good. I wanted to make sure this was a great, like, an investment tool for me personally before I even jumped into the social media train for real. You know what I'm saying? And for a long time, you guys knew that I was using my um, my own personal social media, the uh, Vontae's world, if you follow me on, on Instagram. So for me, it was like, okay, now I need another, I need a separate social media. You know what I'm saying? Because now I want to have my personal social media that you know, it, it, it happens in, in, in orders for me. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it, it doesn't happen right there and there. Because it's a lot to control all of these social medias. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I, I control one, two, three, four, damn near six plus social media pages. You know what I'm saying? And that's not even for me, right? F- about four of them is for me. I'm on two bo- uh, e-boards. Or no, I'm on a I'm I'm in an organization, you know what I'm saying, for my school, so I control their social media. I'm their public relations officer. So I'm literally I already have three Instagrams going crazy right now. You understand what I'm saying? I'm controlling Twitter, my Twitters. You know, I got two Twitters, I got two Instagrams, through well, three Instagrams. You know what I'm saying? Damn near three Facebooks. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I control that. You know what I'm saying? And I think what what really was great about 2018 was learning how to control how much I can really want to see and use with social media, different platforms. So I didn't have to go on, I don't have to go on Instagram as much as I need to. I don't, uh, or as much as I, um, as much as people, you know, say you need to, to catch up with stories and everything. Nope. I care about the stories that I want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And that's what social media was for me. Following those people that I really, um, uh, that I really want to, uh, um, follow basically and, 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 and check up on and everything like locally and celebrity wise, you know what I'm saying? Like people who are, you know, the bottom feeders like my ass or, you know, like celebrities and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So establishing my social media presence was a great way. I'm so happy that we are on twitter so i can officially say we are definitely on social media now we are on twitter we on facebook we on instagram so please follow us on twitter t-o-b two underscores right because i couldn't get a, a, a one underscore under the uh for the twitter page so it's going to be two underscores for my twitter page it's going to be t-o-b two underscores podcast okay you can just look us up at the uh the opinionated brother podcast and follow us on twitter and of course, you can follow us on Instagram, T-O-B, one underscore podcast, and then follow us on Facebook, T-O-B podcast, no underscores. You know what I'm saying? So Facebook, no underscores, Twitter, one underscore, I'm sorry, uh, Facebook, no underscores, un- Instagram, one underscore, T-O-B 
underscore podcast and then Twitter two underscores T-O-B two underscores podcast. Okay, so make sure you follow us on all of those social medias to get all the updates and to join in on the conversation for us. Okay, so let's talk about Jacquees. Right, because y'all know Jacquees been he been the hot hottest topic for the damn hot month of 2018. I feel like he just wanted to troll. I feel like he just wanted some attention before 2019 got here. You know, and um, we posted on Twitter. Um, and, and and you know what this this and and having now established social media presence seriously, it, it makes it more fun just to be a little shady and be a little petty sometimes, but. But um, we posted a picture of uh, Jacquees, your king of R&B, um, in a bathtub, right? Um, he had, you know, he had some jewels around his private area. And uh, he basically was um, in the bathtub, you know, hitting a photo shoot. And what it reminded me of, what it reminded me of really, um, and my uh, my girl actually brought it to my attention, um, was the Tupac photo shoot that Tupac dig in the bathtub. So I put it together, I looked at both of them, I said, well, I said, well, man, send me, send me, uh, send me that, uh, send me that picture, I wanna, I wanna see it. So I said, she sent me a picture, and Jacquees is in the bathtub, you know, with the, with Supreme Boxers on, right? And he has jewels, you know, on his boxers. Now, if you look at the Pac, um, photo shoot, Pac is in the tub with damn near gold around his private area to cover it up. Right, you know what I'm saying. Now, I, I don't know if Jacquees wanted to channel his inner Pac right there, but I posted the picture, and what I will, what I will not do is play with my opinionators. Like y'all niggas are retar- retarded, <laughs> y'all are retarded, and y'all are crazy, and I love y'all. Like <laughs> y'all are crazy. So one of my, one of my followers, literally shout out to Chance, was like, dog. <laughs> Why did he get his motherfucking jewels from Party City? And I fucking lost it. I almost went fucking crazy. Like, but it was it didn't look like he really got his jewels from like the pawn shop. Like I was like, bro, like you missing a couple. You know what I'm saying? But um, Jacqueline, stop trolling. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop trolling. Like you you are wild. Stop trolling. Like boy, what is it? you 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 really trying? You really trying to be the king of R and B, huh? You really trying? Boy, I'm gonna just leave you alone. Anywho, speaking of the king of R and B, leave my man's Chris Brown alone. Okay, leave him alone, please. Leave Chris Brown alone. Why do y'all keep trying to mess with this man? It's like every year, every year it is something you understand what i'm saying and sometimes yes it's his fault but it is always fucking something and this time this one was just ridiculous so chris brown um allegedly basically got um what is is looking up to six months in jail in prison for having a pet monkey are you serious? Now, uh, now it, it's probably an illegal. It was allegedly an illegal pet monkey that he did not register, I believe. But um, I believe he said he did register it. Um, but even still, he, th- like we have so much other shit to be worrying about right now. And the fact that y'all are really wanting to give this man six months for an illegal monkey. 
y'all couldn't just take the monkey away? Like did the like did the monkey terror like did the monkey terrorize something? You understand what I'm saying? Like did the monkey sit here and 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 fuck Chris's face up? You know what I'm saying? Did he terrorize the house? You know what I'm saying? Did he go to some of the neighbors' houses and fuck up their house? You know what I'm saying? Like, was it something into where the monkey had to get shot because the monkey was scaring somebody's baby? Was it something of a of a dangerous situation? Because if it's not about a dangerous situation, why the fuck are you messing with this man? Six months in prison for a monkey? You could have just took it and find his ass. Literally, like, oh, like, oh, oh, God. Like, seriously, you probably could have took it and find him. That is pro- like and that's that's the first thing that could have came. That's the first thing that popped up in my mind. Like you 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 give him you you want to give him six six months in prison, right? Like that's the potential. You 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 give him six months in prison for this monkey where you probably could have just took it away and literally gave and find him. Nope, because he's Chris Brown. Because he will always be looked at as that you know. As that 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 woman beater, let's let's call it what it is. He will have that stigma on him, and man, even after watching the movie, y'all still, y'all still, y'all still, like no, nobody can don't like. It, it, it's so crazy. Y'all will always equate to that, right? Everybody will go straight back to that. Well, he he hit Rihanna and everything like that, bro. It. Like he said, it was a two-way street. Now, I'm not believing ultimately, but I don't disagree either. You understand what I'm saying? It just don't take nobody. It it takes people to get there. You know what I'm saying? So, was he right? Hell no. I was mad as as a fan, as a super fan. To say I'm a super fan is 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 an understatement. I am a... Chris Brown came on my podcast. I fucking faint. I don't... I ain't even gonna hold you. Nigga, I don't care. I don't give a damn. If Chris Brown said, bro, I'm coming, can I come on the, <laughs> the what? Man, it I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci for the whole year. I'm Gucci for the rest of my life if Chris Brown came on my podcast and gave me the opportunity and the humble play. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's how much I don't listen to this man. I've been listening to this man since the age of what? He was 16 when he dropped his first album. Uh since his first album, I've been listening to that man. Yeah, basically, I was I was listening to that man since since running all of that. Like I've been a super fan. So yes, I was pissed as fuck. But as a super fan, as somebody who has continued to listen to him over the past like fifteen, damn near fifteen years, um, you you you, it's like you have to just be okay. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like people make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? People understand their mistakes. And if Rihanna can forgive him and move on and keep moving forward and do what she doing, what the fuck? Why, why I can't? Or why we can't? So leave this man alone. Let this man live. Like, content. like Chris, don't worry about this shit, dog. Like, let this man live. Like, y'all just couldn't let this man just be just... Just stay, just stay, just non-criminal free in 2018. Like y'all just had to find something. Y'all was ready to find something.
for this man. Like, seriously. So just leave this man alone, man. Let him do him. I can't wait for some new, uh, new music too, Chris. I'm waiting for it in 2018, uh, 2019. Uh, so let's talk Kirk and Rashida, man. Uh, so if y'all don't know Kirk and Rashida, Kirk and Rashida is from the... Uh, the most popular Love & Hip Hop series of Love & Hip Hop, Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. And as y'all know, I do um, love my Ratchet TV. You know what I'm saying? I do keep up with my Ratchet TV. You know what I'm saying? I do love me some Love & Hip Hop uh, series. You know what I'm saying? Some T.I. and Tiny. You know what I'm saying? I love the VH1 kind of, kind of you know, ratchetisity, you know, that they have brought to VH1. I like it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's entertaining and it's funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, I kind of keep up with it, you know what I'm saying? Not kind of, like, but, <laughs> but this kind of took me out because I always, before I say this, like, I look at Rashida as a straight queen, you know what I'm saying? And I think I've said in the past, if you've listened to my shows in the past, talking about the, uh, the Love and Hip Hop um, series and Mona Scott Young, I've, I've said in the past that literally, um, I think the storylines that they bring onto the platform are becoming a little bit just, um, just too much. You know, they're just be they're they're just too um, obnoxious. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just too obnoxious nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So um, and and trying to make them believable as possible, it, it's kind of just becoming obnoxious. You know, uh, I think one person said. Um, if you if you watch Love and Hip Hop New York, um, you can see that Kim Bella and Jewels is back on there. And I think somebody said, and, and, and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think somebody posted and said basically, um, we're worried, we're, we're trying to figure out or trying to look into the lives of this man who was going to jail, or you know what I'm saying. And as he's going into the jail. He has just, you know, just his jeans and a shirt on with a hat, with a snapback to the back. And literally somebody commented was like, so we're, you know, why don't we as men tell our black men more to like dress up when we go to the courthouse? And I said, damn, ain't that the fucking truth? Because you know what? I've been to court and no, I ain't no dope dealer. I was though. Um... But honestly, and no, that wasn't a joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, when you think about it, when it when it really really comes to it, like I've been to court, and it was really for uh, it was it was for a speeding ticket, and it was my first time really going. It was my first time going to court, and I was like, all right, ma, got this court date. And she was like, all right, well, make sure you just come back down here and blah, blah, blah. And I said to my, and we told each other, we was like, we are not going to be those statistics that you see in the courthouse going into the court. You know what I'm saying? I know this is way off the Rashida topic, but I definitely want to address this right now. Um, Like, I was suited and booted going into this courthouse. You understand what I'm saying? We were there early. Suited and booted, had a black suit on with a nice gray tie. I was not joking. I was suited and booted, came up in there. My mama looked fly. She had on her little, she had on all brown. It was like a brown and cream. Like we came in there. 
You feel me? Even just for a parking ticket. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. We coming in there suited and booted. And I think I was in my junior. This was my junior year. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm sorry. A speeding ticket. There we go. And it was just fascinating how you saw so many different black men come in there and look so different, right? You had people that were sagging their pants in there. You had people who came in there with their Easter costumes on. You had people in there who 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 came in with a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? And it was kind of sad to see. And Because when he said that, when he commented that, I was like, damn, that is so true. We don't see enough black men come up there and, hell, give off the perception like, shit, I didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, that is so true. That's so true. Like, we're worried about this man on TV going to jail, but look at how he looking. Look at what he dressed like. And you got money, right? Supposedly, a little bit more than I do. So I know you can get a suit. I know you can get one. I got one. Shit. So it's like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to think about it like that. The perception of how we look to people. Shit, if we did do it, you better come up in there with a three people. Do, did y'all ever see, <laughs> even in the movies, did y'all ever see the Italians come up in there looking like snobs? No. They were always suited and booted for everything. For everything. They didn't want that perception. I'm a businessman. Whatever. It don't matter. Came up in there suited and booted. Black men, black people. When we go up in the courts, we got to do better. You understand what I'm saying? We got to do better. I'm sorry that I got up on that topic, but we got to do better. We got to go up in there looking right. You understand what I'm saying? Hell, we got to go up in there looking right, even if it's going to be baggy. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's going to be baggy, we got to make sure. I, and, and oof, yeah, that, that kind of hit a nerve. And it was like, damn, I try. I kind of want to make sure that, one, you know, our black men kind of stay off, stay, 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 stay out of jail for one. You know what I'm saying? And that's been a big thing for the black community is making sure people, people in our community stay out of jail. And what we have to kind of recognize is how we present ourselves when we get to that crossroads of are we about to go to jail? How are we presenting ourselves? Image-wise. Because at the end of the day, they look at that. They look at how we dress. And if we ain't dressing, if we ain't dressing it, psh, if we ain't dressing the part, if we ain't looking it, they already got it in their mind. They about to throw us in the throw us in the hole. They already got it in their mind. So if we come in there dressing different, looking different, acting different, fuck up the whole game. But going back into Kirk and Rashida, because I'm sorry, I, I really just really got into it, and I'll probably talk about more of that in the uh, second half. But going back into Kirk and Rashida. Um, basically Kirk and Rashida, um, and, and, and I got into that because I was saying that, um, Rashida is a queen and I got into all of that shit, 
But literally, Rashida is a queen, and I've been literally uh, watching Rashida for um, years, ever since the first um, Love and Hip Hop came out, and Loki is listening to a lot of her music from back in the day. So, I've always been so hard on Kirk. If you listen to previous episodes, I've covered some of um, the show's uh, episodes so, uh, a little bit. And I've always said, like, Kirk needs to go. Every year, I was I was not on the Kirk train each year. You understand what I'm saying? Like, last year was not on the Kirk train. Kirk train. This year, still not. And the crazy thing is, I want to, I want to ask what the hell is wrong with them at this point. Because it has been reported that Kirk and Rashida want to use the, um, his new baby mama, Jasmine, as a surrogate. Now, if you don't know the story, let me break this down for you. Now, the last season, the last two seasons, we found out that Kirk Frost cheated again on Rashida. Um, and it was with this woman named Jasmine. Now, this woman, Jasmine, basically came up to Kirk and basically said, you have my baby. You basically are the father of my child. And for basically the whole season, Kirk denied that he was the father. So when we got to the reunion of that season when Jasmine um, appeared, he was the father. Right? He's the father. We know that Kirk's the father. So now... The second season was basically Jasmine trying to apologize to Rashida and everything like that. And basically, now you want to use the girl as a surrogate. I, I kind of, y'all, I just, I need, I need clarification. You know, sometimes I just need clarification. And I, I, mm. Because you want to use the girl who cheated with your man. You want to use the girl who had a baby by your man as the surrogate for your baby. What? Like the story, like these are wild ass storylines. These are wild where are y'all getting these from? And if this is true, Rashida, what the fuck? I can't, I can't. It's like, it's the dumb shit like this, right? It's some stupid, like, I, 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 man, I've always said you taking him back was stupid as hell. Like, for better or for worse, this man has put you through hell of a lot worse. My mama would have capped some ass if they if Rashida if my mama would have went through Rashida would have went through. What? My mama got a nine legally. She got a nine, and she would she would have shot your ass in the ass trying to fuck with her like that. Do you understand me? So the fact that you are still taking them back and you want this you want the girl you want the girl to be the surrogate. Who had your man's baby? What? I don't. Oh my God, y'all are sick. Like I don't. I don't get it. Somebody like somebody literally has to come on this show and explain it to me. Like I need. I need an explanation. 
Because literally I put it on Twitter and so many people commented and responded like, this is wild. This is weird. They was like, I hope this is true. And I was like, I hope it is too. I look more into it. And literally reports have been saying, this is, you know, Jasmine might be the surrogate. It's alleged. So to Kirk and Rashida, y'all want to have another baby. Y'all want to expand your family. I think, you know what? Never mind. You feel me? When it comes to your family, you do what you want to do. Do what it do it do what it do, bro. Do what it do. Um, I just feel as though y'all just trying to get your Gabrielle Union on too early. Um, and with the wrong person. You know? Um, but I don't know y'all's situation. I don't know if maybe you and Jasmine are, you know, friends, if the whole family friends and everything like that. Um I hope y'all are in a good place. I don't know if it's a great place to have a baby. You know, to stick my eggs up in your vagina. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just bleep, bleep. Like, that's kind of wild. But, hey, I'm just here so I won't get fired. Next topic. <laughs> um, So, Instagram tried it. Instagram tried it, boy. Instagram tried it. Let me rip into y'all real quick. Instagram, don't you ever in your motherfucking life try that update shit. Don't. Whoo! You know what? 2018 has been the year of 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 of, of social media trying us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> social media has really tried it with these uh these little pop up updates. You know what I'm saying? And um, Instagram. I don't know where the fuck you thought that update was going to work. Now, if you didn't get the update, which I believe everybody damn near did, um, the update was basically um. A new swiping update. So basically, you can swipe to the uh, swipe right and swipe left and shit instead of scrolling up. And if you scroll up, then you can look at the comments. I was like, oh no. Switch it back. Switch it back. I said, switch it. Switch this shit back. This shit looks stupid. I don't like it. Switch it back. You didn't even tell nobody that you was getting an update. How do I know? Because I literally have to update 11 apps on my phone and I can't right now because I got to pay the bill. Okay? I got some money on my account that I can't pay right now. All right? You feel me? So y'all didn't even tell a nigga that, uh, Y'all was about to update. Y'all just update. Y'all need to stop that. Okay? Y'all need to go into the app store and let it be known that y'all are about to update and stop telling and stop trying to throw these little updates on us. Okay, social media? We gave y'all power. Okay? Okay? Y'all can make all them little social media and web bots if you want to, but... You, if we leave social media, if the people leave social media, you have nothing. We want to let you know that, okay? So, so Instagram, Mark Zuckerberg, whoever's the CEO or the CEO, don't play that shit no more. Don't do it. And I'm saying Mark because Facebook bought Instagram a couple years ago. So, don't try it again, Mark. You didn't you didn't be on thin ice this year, damn it. You you a biggest loser of the year, one of them. You know what I'm saying? You've been on thin ice. Alright, with all your little uh Facebook, you know, privacy uh hackings and shit this year and all of that shit. You better stop. 
And you better chill out and you better go take a vacation and revamp your 2018 into 2019. All right? So Instagram, don't try that shit again. Because that update was stupid. We didn't want it. And we don't need it. And the next time you want to update something, let us know in the motherfucking update app store. Okay? Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. So let me ask y'all a question. Brother to brother question of the week. I haven't done these in a minute. Um, Would you tell a church that you're tired of them? <laughs> or would you tell your church that you're tired of them? So listen. I thought this 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 really almost this literally took me out and it was such a it was such a mood that I was just like damn that is so true. So this little boy we posted a video that this little boy went up um he was in this church and he literally grabbed a microphone and I think they was just um I'm I believe that they were in this church just telling him what you're what you're thankful for and I guess you know um what 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 you like about this church or whatever. And the little boy literally, I quote, he said, I'm tired of this church. Handed the microphone back to um, um, Sister Mary Ann and literally walked off and said, I'm tired. And if you've seen the walk, the walk looked like he was so tired (laughs) that he said, I'm just done. Now, I grew up in the church, personally, right? Like, it, it, I, I grew up in the church um, with my grandma when I was little, you know, and then found my church home back home, New Hope Missionary Baptist Church um, on Nine Mile and Telegraph. And my mom has been there for about 11, 10, 10 11 years. I've been a member for about, 10 years now as well and when I tell you I have been tired of my church on some days oh yes oh yes oh yes it that was such a move but you know what you never say it so I felt like this boy had so much balls he had a lot of balls a lot of balls that I had you know what I'm saying because what because listen you go up into a church and you say, you know what? I'm tired of this church. You know all the mothers about to pop your ass in the fucking mouth. You about to get a damn whooping with the Bible. You understand? They about to fold it up. And you know the Bible hurt. You understand what I'm saying? That Bible book hurt. That is some thick, uh, what is that, rubber? Boy, that is something. You ever got whooped with a Bible in the name of Jesus? Okay. Listen, It hurts. Okay, it really does. Okay, don't let your grandma sit there and be rolling up that Bible. And you what? Y'all thought a newspaper and a switch? Shit, man. She call on the she call on the Holy Spirit. I'm just saying. So it was just it was just so funny. And then somebody in the background was like, "Lord, that was just a great statement." I said, "I'm dead." But you know what? I know a lot of us have been that mood where churches get on your nerve. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it really just get. And sometimes you feel like you just can't say that. But you know what? He gave me new power to just be like, you know what? Church do get on my nerves. You know what I'm saying? Like and don't be just doing too much. You know what I'm saying? Like some of y'all new churches just be doing too much. And I've never shot away from saying that on this show. Um, that a lot of churches have done too much. Um, that the church scene is just a little too, just too unnecessary. 
as my bae would say, um, unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Literally, just unnecessary. Just, just too much. So, um, I just wanted to just really just shout out that boy because he was, he literally was just he had so much. He, I'm tired of this church, and I was like, you know what? Bruh, I feel you. <laughs> and I know a lot of people felt them too, but they just won't say it. Um, but shout out to that boy, man. But let us know if you would um if you would tell your church that you tired of them. If you would just be if you go up there into the announcements, you know what I'm saying? Good morning, Saints. You know what I'm saying? Good morning. I am Brother Tyronza Devante Hicks. And I will be giving you announcements this morning. Um, first announcement is that I am just tired of this church. I'm tired of all y'all saints up in here acting like saints when a lot of y'all are sinners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, literally, it, it will be so funny. Um, so let's talk about the Grammy nomination. So I know I was supposed to get into that about two, one week ago. You know, got caught up with some stuff and I forgot. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. I forgot. I forgot. Y'all know how to It's all right. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. So, we, 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 we look into these Grammy nominations and these Grammy nominations are pretty, pretty wild. Um, for one, we have some snubs. So, let's talk about some of the snubs. Nicki Minaj and J. Cole got snubbed. Um, Nikki put in 17 submissions for the Grammys and got nothing, um, which I believe she should have got nothing because Queen wasn't really that great. Um, so I don't think she should be upset about not getting anything or not getting any Grammy nominations because Queen wasn't that great of an album. Um... The only song that I damn near fucked with on there was Barbie Dreams. And Barbie Dreams is not Grammy worthy. Trust me by their metrics. It's not Grammy worthy. So I'm, I'm a, I, we're, we're, we're going to just say, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about these Grammy nominations real quick. So best rap album, right? So we have Pushy T, uh, Pusha T's Daytona. Um, we have Travis Scott's Astroworld, uh, Cardi B Invasion of Privacy, Mac Miller Swimming, and Nipsey Hussle Victory Lap. Now, shout out to Nipsey Hussle uh, for Victory Lap getting on here, man. I haven't heard it, but I heard it was great. It was a good album. Uh, Mac Miller Swimming. Um, now, I don't want to say Swimming is not a great album. Um, it really, really is good. It took, um, it really showed me Mac Miller in a different, in a different uh, way and wave. Uh, however, um, the Grammys never praised Mac Miller. And, and here's the thing. I don't like when award shows sit here and praise the dead, the dead celebrities now that they're all, you know, dead because now the fans are just heartbroken. No, y'all didn't fuck with him before. So don't fuck with him now that he dead. And that's, and that's real. I'm, I'm, I'm being up. I'm being real as fuck. Do not mess with this man for real like that. When y'all really did not fuck with his music, for real, you know what I'm saying. So it was a good album. I just I don't know where the Grammys, you know, their intentions lie. I feel as though they're doing it just for the clout of his death, in a way. To me, you know what I'm saying. Evasion of Privacy, of course. Uh, Astro World, of course. Daytona. Uh, I would have put K.O.D. right there. 
I would not have snubbed J. Cole and put KOD. I would have put KOD. Like, Daytona, Daytona wasn't my, be- my best, you know, my best nomination. Or, But I guess, like I said, through the metrics of the Grammys, you have to have some type of realism, you know, real person in there. You know, somebody who, you know, is going to give it, you know, in a in a Grammy form. So I guess Pusha T would be that, would be that man. Um, let's talk about record of the year. So we got I Like It by Cardi B. Um, the Joke by Brandy Carly. Don't know who the hell that is. This is America by Childish Gambino. Guys Playing by Drake. Shallow, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper from their movie. Um, All the Stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA, Rockstar, Post Malone featuring 21 Savage, and The Middle, Zed, um... Marine, Marine Morris, and Gray. Uh, so the joke in the middle, I don't know. Um, but record of the year, honestly, I'm going to give that to probably either This Is America or God's Plan. Um, I love all the, the the nominations on here. It's kind of hard to even choose for real because I bank I I bought, uh, I banked Rockstar like a motherfucker. All the stars. Um, God's playing This Is America. I like it. But I think This Is America is probably going to get that record of the year for sure. Um, album of, <clears throat> excuse me, album of the year. We got Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, By the Way I Forgive You by Brandy Carly, Scorpion, Drake, Her by Her, um, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone, Dirty Computer by Janelle, uh, uh, Janelle Monet, uh, Golden Hour by Casey uh, McGraves, and the Black Panther album, of course. So I would say that the album of the year, um, and understand that I did not put Drake's album in my top anything. Um, I felt like Scorpion was a great album. It had it was a good album. It had some bops, of course. Um, it sold like I knew it would do. Um, but for me, it, it just wasn't Drake's best. Um, I feel like his his dissension is is coming to an you know his dissension is 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 now coming, and. Um, it was a it was a good album. I knew I knew Drake was gonna sell his Drake. You know what I'm saying? I knew he was gonna have some bops as Drake. Um, but his dissension is happening. Um and it wasn't my best Drake album. Not at all. I, I would definitely put um let's see. I would definitely say shit, y'all. I'm trying to definitely say that um what was it? Views? Views. I would definitely put views over Scorpion. Hell, probably put um. I ain't even. I love views actually. Uh, I I low key put more life over this a little bit. Um, and I know a lot of Drake, and I know some people who love Drake about to gonna hit me up like, but what? What you mean? Like, yes, I would. For me, I would definitely put more life because I bang with a lot more songs off more life than I do with Scorpion. So I would put more life over um over scorpion um so for that um i'm just glad her got the album of the year nomination that's dope as hell uh post malone has been having a great year too uh just on the lows uh dirty computer talk a shout out to janelle monet on that one um but i think invasion of privacy is going to get album of the year of course i think cardi has had the most clout this uh one of the people who has had the most clout this year especially in the music game um so I know she's going to come out with a few Grammys uh, this song. Uh, song of the Year. So we got All the Stars, Booed Up, um, God's Plan. Um, so we got, you know, Kendrick Lamar, SZA, LMA, uh, Drake, In My Blood by Shawn Mendes, 
The Joke by Brand, uh, Brandy Carly. The Middle by Zed Marine, uh, Morris, and the Gray. Uh, Shallow by Lady Gaga and This Is America. Um, like I said, I think Record of the Year, Song of the Year is going to go to Childish Gambino for uh, This Is America. Uh, best New Artist, we got Chloe and Halle. Uh, Luke Combs, uh, Greta Van Fleet, Her, uh, Duya Lippa, uh, Margot Price, BB Rexa, and Georgia Smith. Um, I don't know who half these people are on the list i would love for her to win best new artist or chloe chloe and hallie of course um and then best r&b album we got sex and cigarettes by tony braxton good thing by uh, uh leon bridges uh honestly by uh, layla hathaway her by her and uh gumbo unplugged live by pj morton i think her is going to win this one of course um, best rap performance, uh, Be Careful by Cardi B, Nice for What by Drake, King's Dead by Kendrick Lamar, J Rock, Future, and James Blake, Bubbling by Anderson Pac, and Sicko Mode, Travis Scott, Drake, Big Hawk, and Sway Lee. I think Sicko Mode is going to take the cake for that one. And it's some more on there, but those are just the ones I was interested for. So make sure you just tune in to the Grammys. They will be happening in about a month, um, in like February. So our big, so we have a few biggest MV, MVPs of the of twenty of twenty eighteen. Um, so we're gonna give it to Cardi B, of course, uh, one of the great MVPs of twenty eighteen. She had a marvelous year. Um, Super Scent had a marvelous year. She hit a million dollars in less than like an hour and a half when it came to her Black Friday sale. Um, just shout out to her. She's such a, a, a great businesswoman. When when you see her, she she is, I feel like she's just a regular, regular, schmegular girl from, you know, St. Louis, Louisiana, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm saying New Orleans. I'm sorry, not St. Louis, Lord Jesus. Uh, from New Orleans, who, you know, just started a company and, and used her social media presence um, to gain that popularity. And and just and just took it from there. So it is just amazing to see, um, just just her doing her thing. Um, and then just some of our biggest losers of the week, you know, Trump or of the year, Trump and Yay, and you know, so many people who have uh, caused destruction and harm to America. You know, there's so many uh, biggest losers that we have. Um, talked about this week both locally and nationally who have uh just disrupted um the course of or the flow of of, of america and um that's not what you know you know that's not what we need right now you know we need those mvps that ones that i shout out sometimes you know you know those mentors uh both locally and nationally to um you know to to to, to keep that balance a, a, a ride so um, I'm just thankful um, that we do have MVPs that, you know, did their thing this year who really gave back to the community. Um, I shout out so many of my local MVPs around here, all the, um, um, all the men and women who continue to uh, mentor our, our, minority, uh, our minority students, black, Latinos, um, you know, Asians, Chinese, don't matter, you know what I'm saying, you know, continue to uh, uh, build and foster into our next generation, I just love it, you know what I'm saying, so shout out to y'all, y'all are some of the biggest MVPs of the year, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, continuing because 
um, when I when I seen teaching, uh, when I when I actually seen uh, what teachers go through, you know, this summer and having to buy their own stuff and having to uh, literally foster into these these kids who who sometimes don't have anybody else that are that is going to foster into them um do it um really put their minds into it and and just you know give what they can to it i just seen these teachers just be just amazing so you know te- teachers y'all are just mvps too like y'all are just listen i think this year we've had a lot more mvps of the year than we've had biggest losers not just me i've, I've always said we have a lot of rotten apples but um, I think we've had a lot more MVPs than we've had um, definitely uh, Biggest Losers. So I do, you know, clap to that. <laughs> um, so shout out to all the MVPs out there. If you have been grinding it out this year, you are an MVP. Seriously, I, I can't literally keep, uh, put it or pinpoint one individual. Um, if you have been grinding it out, if you've been doing what you need to do this year, if you have been literally... Um, even when the chips are down and you get hit with with just a lot of weight on your shoulders and you keep moving, you're the MVP of your year. If you have literally pressed and pre- pressed through the presence, like literally, if you have pressed on through everything, you are the MVP, period. You know what I'm saying? Like shouts out to you. So we're going to take a five minute break, of course, and we will be back. With the opinionated topic of the week, okay, this is the opinionated brother uh, podcast with your boy Devontae, and we will be back in five. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, welcome back to the opinionated brother podcast with your boy Devontae. We are in the second half of the show, the opinionated topic of the week, baby. We are in it, and you know what? We're not even. We're we're, we're just going to get into. The biggest takeaways and the biggest uh, lessons learned in 2018 and what we need to and basically what we're looking forward to, what I'm looking forward to in 2019. Um, honestly, uh, I, I was going through this over in my head today um, about literally the biggest takeaways from uh, 2018 and what I really, really learned because I posted on my Instagram so many things that. Um, happened during 2019, you know, my birthday turning 24, um, being able to um, have the opportunity to volunteer and um, volunteer more um, uh, and fostering into the next um, by working with camps and uh, different, different summer camps this summer and being a part of an internship this year and, um, having just so many jobs, you know, like, excuse me, a lot of people know that I work, right? A lot, if you, if you know me, you know that I never, never not, not keep a job. You know what I'm saying? Like I I can never, I will work at a pizza place, which I did this year. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I you will never not know me not to keep a job. So it was, it's, it's just amazing to see the resiliency that I've learned to know that I have. You understand what I'm saying? To know that I've been so much more resilient this year and seen how much powerful I have become and and when it comes to strength in the mind, in the body, in the spirit, 
You know what I'm saying? Like I, I said in the beginning, like self-ownership and self-responsibility were one of the two biggest lessons that I've learned this year. Literally taking responsibility for the shit that you've done, the shit that you do. You understand what I'm saying? Like understanding like you can't blame other people, especially God. You understand what I'm saying? Like one of the things that I, I, I came to terms with um, was really just my finances, right? Because for so long, I didn't, I, I didn't know how to save money. I knew my mama would just tell me like, put money up, save money, blah, 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 blah. Save money, put it up, make sure you put your money up. But there was never a blueprint. You understand what I'm saying? There's never a blueprint on how you need to invest. You know, we never in high school talked about investing money. We never in high school talked about or just period talked about in life, talked about investing money, how to allocate or if I said that right, allocate more money um, and invest and um, um, have your money continue circling and making more and more and more. You know what I'm saying? So for years, for years, I was mishandling my finances, mishandling my credit. And it just, you know, all blew up for a minute. And I was just like, ah, I can't do a lot, you know? And when, when you start to allocate so much you start to look for somebody to blame because at the point you don't want to blame nobody you don't want to blame yourself because you know you've done that right you know you did it you know you put yourself in those holes and you know you had somebody in the back of your head you know you had god in the back of your head saying don't do that you had something in the back of your mind that said that itch like "Mm -mm, you shouldn't even do it i remember when i got my first credit card the lady literally sat there and said like bro you have you have literally a good uh you got a six I was like, maybe I had like a six something credit score. I was good. Like, why would, period. Why? Oh, wow. For real? Give me a credit card. Fuck me up. Because it was new money. I didn't know how to use it. Right? I was, I was, I was being hard-headed. I was a hard-headed ass motherfucker. Like, understand me. I was like, young, hard-headed. So a lot of the hard-headed, dumb-ass mistakes that I made, I have to now make up for I'm glad I understand now. I'm glad that I'm getting it done young. You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't get it until they get older. That's why we see a lot of our parents or a lot of the people around us or the people that you see in so many financial advice because they were hard-headed and dumb in when they were young. That's why a lot of parents tell us, save your money, save your money, because they don't want you to go through that type of shit. But I know a lot of us are going through some of that type of shit where we have creditors calling and shit like that. Don't don't play like you don't. Some of us are. Yes, we do. Now, I think what we don't do is worry about it too damn much because we know it's going to get paid. We know it's going to get paid sooner or later. You know what I'm saying? It may not get paid today. It may not get paid this month, but it's going to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that was that was a big one for me. Just under, just taking responsibility for a lot of the shit I put my put myself in, you know, taking taking responsibility for the feelings that I had to really own up to. If I wanted to get a lot of the these um, some of the situations and, and feelings out of me, I had to deal with them. You know what I'm saying? You had to deal. You know, say I had to deal with a you know a lot of the the the, the bottled up shit that I was going through. You know what I'm saying? And you have to. 
You have to. This year was basically just self-ownership and self-responsibility. And that's why I've learned, like, literally, excuses are just bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I've made so many. I remember making so many excuses on why I couldn't, why I couldn't do this, why I couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, little shit. Patience. Understanding. I've made excuses about so much. You know what I'm saying? And this year literally was like, why are you making excuses? If you can't, try. And if you didn't do well, okay, find another avenue. Try something different, right? Because for me, so many people said that I can't do this, what I'm doing right now, right? So many people literally put me down in 2018. I've seen so many cards in hand played in 2018. People showed they ass in 2018. You understand what I'm saying? Because you have to understand what 2019... For me, I understand what 2019 is for me. You understand? For me, 2018 for me was a time to literally see how God works for him to work on me and for me to show him who he was and literally mold me into the man that he wants me to be. You understand what I'm saying? And it's not going to be who you want me to be. It's not going to be some churchy boy. It's not going to be some dope dealer nigga. It's not going to be some little stereotypical ass black man on the street. It's going to be me. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to be me. Me. Through the image of him. You understand what I'm saying? And if he loves me and accepts me for who I am, who the fuck are you? And that's what I came to understand in 2018. Who the fuck are you? Right? Not only just for everybody else, but for me. Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I to judge? To sit here and pass judgment? Who the fuck are you to look down on me? Who the fuck am I to look down on? And that, man, self-reflection. Right? Understanding that no man is better than the other man. And I always put everybody on who is on my level equal. You understand what I'm saying? Not even on my level. But if you are equal, if you are the janitor, and I'm like a student assistant, we we you clean, you clean my shit, nigga. I want to make sure I'm I want to make sure my area is spotless for you so I can make your job easier. That's how what it is for me. You understand what I'm saying? Understand that no man is better than no the other man. I'm ne- like literally understanding a lot of that this year was amazing. <clears throat> right? Like understanding um more so just 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 doing a lot of more research on our, our our history as black people like just more just a lot more shit just doing a lot of the shit that i said i was going to do right sticking to the plan was 2018 sticking to the shit that you were going to do you know what i'm saying and understanding that sometimes you do fall off it's okay to have a little fall off right it's okay to do that consistency was a big thing in 2018 having the consistency to keep going the strength 
If it really was not for my friends who hype me up, damn near every time I have an accomplishment, if I didn't have the hype crew that I have with me every fucking day, I don't know where this would be. Honestly. God placing people in my life and taking them out. Y'all, I got a girlfriend. (laughs) Shit was wild. And if you heard me through the whole year, you knew I was talking about cuffing season and shit. You knew. If you heard me through the whole year 2018, you heard me talk about cuffing season and how I was not looking for anything personally. And by the end, I end up with a girlfriend. What? Who treats your mans like a king. Who popped up on a nigga in the most awkward time. You understand what I'm saying? So, it's, it's, it, 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 I, I see how I've grown in 2018. I see how God has worked on me, cleansing out all of the clutter all of the bad energy to literally bring positivity into my life. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody literally says, yes, yes, you're so happy all the time. I am. I am. Because God has done so much for me that I can't even explain to you how much. He's brought so much love and positivity into my life that you could not even imagine and understand. So what I want people to understand in 2019 is that I hope you you get the same feeling that I got this year. That I hope he cleanses you. That I hope you get all that clutter and negativity out your life. You understand what I'm saying? But it's not just him though, right? I know you're listening to me and you're probably like, man, God did that, all of that. No, I had to work, bruh. <laughs> I had to keep moving forward and working in myself and on myself, making sure I was taking accountability for me, responsibilities, owning up to a lot of the shit that I did not want to own up to. Yeah, I had to look in the mirror some days and say, you know what? Yep, you did it to yourself. You didn't do nothing but this to yourself, even if it's the little shit. Yep, you did. You did it to yourself. You just got to live with the consequences. You have to take it. Learning balance, taking the negatives with the positive and understanding that balance and understanding that some of the shit that you did to yourself and that you do to yourself is on you. You can't blame anybody else for your mishaps and your mistakes, for your mishaps, your mistakes, the shit that you can control and the shit that you can't control, you can't even get mad over that was one thing I had to learn. I, me personally, I would get mad over the shit I couldn't control. For what? Literally. Literally, my friends was like, why you get mad, bro? You you don't even need to get mad for what? It's not. It's, it's things that you can't control that we get mad over. I understand it. But I had to learn that I can't get really upset over this because I don't control this. I can't control this situation. I can't control what happens in the outcome of this, this particular situation. So you know what? Let me keep pressing forward. Let me just continue and keep praying. Keep pressing and praying. Leaning on my faith. 
You understand what I'm saying? The more you continue to get stronger in your walk with God, the more the devil is going to attack you. And if the devil is going to attack you more, the more he's going to literally test you. He's going to prey on the shit that you low-key decided to just put to this, just say, you know what, I'm not going to do that no more. He's going to try to bring that back. Trust me, yes, I know. But it's your resiliency. It's you knowing that you're a king's child and knowing that you are God, that you are a fearless warrior and that you are a king's king, a king's queen. You understand what I'm saying? That you are God's child and knowing that he has you always. I am erwer. Do you understand what I'm saying? I told y'all, I was not expecting that this podcast will go everywhere. I'm on every damn near every damn near. I'm on every uh, podcast and streaming platform out here. Indie podcast. I'm doing this shit independently by myself. And I'm everywhere. I'm getting listened to around the world. Hell, it may not be as big as Joe Budden. It may not be as big as um as some of the podcasts that I listen to. But people are listening. And I appreciate that every day. Because y'all continue to see the growth in me. Y'all seen it this year. You understand what I'm saying? The path that you are going down, sometimes you will not understand it. You won't. Let God in in 2019. Let him work for you. But you got to work for yourself first. In order for God to work for you, you got to work for you. Woo, come on, that's a bar. That is a bar. In order for God to work for you, you got to work for you, son. My baby, you got to let him do it. You got to do it. You got to want it for yourself first. You got to want it. You got to want to get up out that that bed in the morning. You got to want to get up out that um out that funk in the morning. You got to get up. We want to get up out that that negative energy. You want to continue keeping that negative energy or whatever that negative clout over you in 2019. Laws 2018 was supposed to be your year. Hell, it may not have been your year in 2018. You have another year to get it together. Learn from your mistakes, people. You make them for, we make them for a reason, to learn from them and not to make them again. Learn from them. A lot of you are transitioning into the new life now because you graduated. Congratulations. Again, welcome to life. Understand that you are about to go through a transition. Keep on your path. Go at your pace. Do not speed up or slow down because somebody told you to. Go at your pace. Do what you want to do. It is 2019 is all about you. Literally. It is all about you, my baby. 
my dog. Like, it's all about y'all. It needs to start being all about y'all. I need to start seeing a lot y'all, a lot more of y'all flourish on my TMs. I need to see a lot more of y'all. Like, I'm a gasser. Y'all don't understand me when I say I love to gas people up and say congratulations and love on y'all and shit like that. I got me a girl. I'm secure with mine. So when I gas y'all up, it's literally all love. Even when I didn't have one, I was secure with mine. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to hit on you. I don't want you. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to show you genuine love. You understand what I'm saying? Genuine, genuinity. I think that's how you say genuinity. Something like that. Something like that. Genuine love, people. We got to start showing that in 2019. Genuine love. Bringing a lot more of that. Bringing more friendships back. Bringing more love back. Understanding one another. Patience. I want a lot more growth for a lot of us. I want to keep that strength, that consistency. Understanding that we are more than just what we say we are. Than what we say we are. Because we put limitations on ourselves. Take the limits off. Sometimes we put limits on ourselves. We are our own literally barriers sometimes. And we don't even know it. We are our own barriers sometimes. Damn, I don't know if I can do this. That's a barrier right there. Right there. Yes, you can. Try it. See if it works. And if it don't, you try it. We are our own barriers sometimes, people. We need to uplift each other for ourselves and for one another. So I really, really want 2019 to be the year for you. I want you to to love yourself more. Grow yourself more. I said I'm going to start taking more trips more. You understand what I'm saying? Going out to more podcasting events more, getting my face out there more, networking a lot more with the people that I want to network with, with the people that matter. You understand what I'm saying? Going into podcasting networks and conferences and shit with people that actually understand. Going to the people that actually understand you. Find friends. And if you can't find friends, that means you probably just need to get you together. So find you. Love you. Understand you. Get you together. Love on you. Ain't nothing wrong with you taking you out to dinner. My mama always told me, ain't nothing wrong with it. What? Go get a pedicure for yourself. Go take yourself out to dinner. Go get you a drink. Do for you. Understand that your mental health is a big thing as well. Big health, mental health was a big thing in 2018. And we're still going to bring that into 2019 and 2020. And after that, understand it. Your mental health is, is as much as important as your physical health, your emotional health, all of that. You take it into account. Let your brain rest sometimes. 
I know a lot of us sit here and our brains work a mile a minute. But sometimes you got to take those days to decompress and just breathe. Okay? So I hope and I pray that 2019 is literally your year. Is the year of you. That you, whatever goals that you have set for yourself in 2019, that you accomplish them. That you set those out and you bomb them bitches. And you destroy them in every facet. You're going to get a lot of trials and tribulations. Yes, you're going to get some days where it's not going to be a good day. And those are the days where God is going to sit there and see if you can press through. Because we can press through the great days. But can we press through those tough days? Those days where we don't want to get the fuck up. Those days where we're not even trying to see the sun. When those days where we're not even trying to open our eyes for it, we just want to sleep all day. Can we get up and still keep pressing? You can. I can. I I did. I know you can. I know you can. Seriously. So I pray and I hope that your 2019 comes and is filled with so much joy and so much happiness. And it's all about you. Learning and understanding who you are as an individual. All right. I love y'all, man. You feel me? 2018 has been a great year for the Opinionated Brother podcast. Like I said, we've been, we, we, we've, 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 we are now, we, man, I can't even explain it. Like, it's just, it's just amazing to um, just establish everything. You know what I'm saying? Just having established everything now. Um, celebrating a year in podcasting, now being on all platforms, um, having all of our social media up and running now. Um, It's amazing. All the support, all the love that we have gotten over the past year um, and some months. I just want to thank everybody, all of our listeners from all over the world, from Cambodia to Detroit, um, from New Zealand to Grand Rapids. I I just want to say thank you so much. You've given us such a great year. and I love you guys, and, and I can't wait for 2019. Um, I really do appreciate all the love um, and the listens and everything like that. And I just really, really hope that your 2019 really, really, really is great. You know what I'm saying? That it really, really turns out amazing and that it starts off amazing. And just remember, y'all, literally life is like riding a bicycle. In order to keep your balance, you got to keep moving forward. You know that you cannot you you literally, you can move backwards on a bike, but you got to push with your legs. And that's a lot. It takes a lot to move backwards. You don't want to do that. You understand what I'm saying? So keep moving forward. Even if that's crawling, crawling to walk and walking to sprint, sprinting to running, running to literally, or jogging to running and then running to just full out go. You know what I'm saying? So continue to keep moving forward, y'all. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. We will see y'all in the new year. First podcast episode, episode 63 will be next week of the new year. Happy new year to everybody. I love you. I love you. I love you. Peace out. Have a great new year. Don't get too drunk and everything like that. And we will see you in the new year. Peace out. Love.